All right, what's going on, y'all? We back at it again, starting that Faith the Podcast. Another very, very special guest on the line today from Richmond, Virginia, uh, one of the legends out of Richmond, Virginia. Um, pro basketball player. She spent some time in Spain playing for Unicaja, a very respected team in Spain. Um, she played collegiate basketball at Louisville, transferred to Georgia, and then finished her career at VTech in 2020. Plenty of success through college as well. Uh, she set the program record for assist in one season in 2020 in the ACC at VTech. All defensive team in the ACC as well. She was also on the Nancy Lieberman Award watch list for the best point guard in the nation. Many time spent at Georgia. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Taja Cole to the podcast. Taja, how you doing today? I'm doing good, man. I'm excited to be here. For sure. Definitely appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your day, getting on and everything. Uh, so I'm going to get right into it. You've had a lot of success over the course of your career, you know, starting as early as your high school days. You know, you were a McDonald's All-American. You played in the Jordan Bear Classic game. You were a Gatorade Player of the Year in 2015 in the state of Virginia. Um, how have you been able to do it over the years? Like, you know, how have you been able to amount to that much success over the course of your career, starting that early? Um, I think one of the biggest things is just, you know, staying in the gym and just working on my craft, whatever that may be. Um, and for me, it was basketball and football actually was my first sport that mm. my dad had put me in. Mm-hmm. Um, I love football to this day. It's actually one of my, it's my favorite sport. Basketball yeah. is actually not my favorite, but, mm-hmm. um, just staying in the gym and just, you know, working on my game and staying close with the people who supported me from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my work in the gym has definitely made me have that confidence and that faith to keep going mm-hmm. um, and to set new goals and new challenges for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, in high school, becoming a McDonald's All-American was one of my goals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't know I was going to be on that list. Uh, I just knew that I worked really hard um, to try to get there. And I think that faith, and that consistent work kind of took care of itself. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah. You definitely uh, proven that over the course of your career. You know, like the resume speaks for itself. You know, you had a lot of success in high school. And, um, you know, a lot of that success also transferred to college. And what I mentioned about you, you know, doing a lot of good things in the ACC, as well as your time at Georgia. You know, you also played with Louisville, too. But you uh, you were um, involved, you know, just two different transfers from First Louisville to Georgia and then Georgia to V Tech for your last year. Um, what was the transferring yeah. process like for you? You know, as far as like just new teammates moving state to state, uh, just getting accustomed to new things, new areas and stuff. Like, how was that process for you? Yeah, I actually, I mean, I, I love talking about the transferring process and, you know, I love answering this question because mm-hmm. from the outside, it can look like, man, this girl, she played at, you know, three different schools. Right. Like, what's going on? Right. Like, it got to be something with a kid. But I actually committed to the University of Louisville um, my junior year of high school. Mm. And I I told my parents I want to go there 100%. And Mm. my family, they kind of really, they wasn't, that wasn't the school that they wanted me to go to. But, of course, they supported me through it. Mm -hmm. And um, when I got there, you know, I love my teammates. We actually had the number one recruiting class in the country. Mm -hmm. We had all this hype, you know, around us. And um, I just didn't have that player head coach and my position as a point guard relationship that I was looking for personally. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt like, you know, that wasn't the place that I needed to be. So I ended up transferring to um, University of Georgia because I, my dream is always to be to play in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at um, what 
three schools is has played in the most NCAA tournaments. Right. And for girls basketball, it was University of Tennessee, UConn, and Georgia. Mm. And academically, I've always wanted to be, you know, into communications and just learning how to talk. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the dreams of a basketball player, you want to know how to be interviewed and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I went on to Georgia and studied communication studies. Um, I got my degree in that at Georgia. I actually graduated from there. Mm -hmm. And I had a great time in my career there. We went to the NCAA tournament twice. So I actually achieved the goal that I was looking for. Mm -hmm. Uh, I met a lot of great people. Uh, I'm interested in fashion design. I was in Georgia. I was really close to Atlanta. So I got a lot of things, you know, academically and off the court done that I wanted to achieve too. But as y'all know, with the transferring process, you know, you get a free year mm-hmm. because you sit out one year. So, you know, I was looking for a spot where I can continuously grow in the fashion design aspect and grow as a, a professional player in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided to come back home to Virginia and go to Virginia Tech mm-hmm. and where I got my master's degree from there. I'm actually still finishing my master's project. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, so it wasn't one of those things where it was just like, this kid is like transferring all over. Right, right. You know, it was just, it was all about finding the right fit for you. And I think, you know, like I said, I took my faith in God and I took my confidence that I had in myself and I committed somewhere that, you know, my parents supported me, but mm-hmm. that probably wasn't the school that they thought I was going to choose. Mm-hmm. Um, so just taking that leap of faith and just letting your journey take you where your heart is telling you to go. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a blessing, too, man, that you uh, are fully aware of that, you know, just taking that leap of faith and just letting God lead you. Because, I mean, even though you did go to three different schools, you know, just off the fact of what you said, like you were in Georgia, you played and made it to the NCAA tournament. You know, you had time to work on the fashion design and get a degree. You know, you took that to VTech where you in your master's and stuff. So, you know, he definitely led you down the right path. You know, like you said, on the outside looking in, you know, transferring three different schools, they'd be like, oh, what's wrong with her? It must be something going yeah, on with her grades. I heard so stuff. many stories. Yeah. But, I, mean, I know, I know that, you know, somebody asks, I'll always explain. And I know the people who are in my circle and who are closer to me, mm-hmm. you know, they do know the reasons why. And it has shaped me to be who I am today. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. It definitely seemed like it all paid off and worked out. Um, you know, you had a lot of success in your college career and, you know, that took you into the 2020 WNBA draft a few months back. Um, but you didn't get selected in that draft. What was your initial reaction to that? And what was the whole process like for you, you know, going through that and continue to work hard and just stay down until you got your deal in Spain? Um, I think for me, you know, I was preparing for the draft like I prepare for anything in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So I prepare for the draft just like I prepare myself getting ready for a workout. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking to, I actually talked to the Connecticut Suns. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Atlanta Dream was talking to my agent and the Seattle Storm. Mm. So I was told, you know, I was going to be the, I was going to be the, the, in the second round, the 11th pick, if Mm. I'm not mistaken. And, you know, I was at home, of course, just watching the draft with my family. And to be honest, it was just a weird, a weird draft. A lot of people that was on the mock draft, you know, you know, the people that supposed to get selected Mm -hmm. or supposed to go to this team, Mm -hmm. you know, they didn't end up going to that team and I think and just like the NBA or 
the NHL, any draft, when a team decides to go another way, mm-hmm. all the other teams, they're like, well, dang, maybe we should, right, exactly. you, know, you know, change a little bit. So I just think it was a, a you know, a weird draft. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not get selected. Um, you know, I commend all the people that did, but for me, it was just one of those feelings where, you know, playing in the WNBA and playing pro has always been my dream. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to act like, you know, it didn't phase me. Mm-hmm. Um, it did, but I don't think it took away from anything that I accomplished or anything that I have in store right. or any other goals that I have for myself. So mm-hmm. being that I didn't get selected, um, you know, I just took it to the chin. You know, I still stayed in the gym. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to the gym the next day. Um, and then I talked to my agent and he was like, well, you know, I have a deal in Spain mm-hmm. for you to play for you know, a really good team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started doing some research on the team and they have a really good program for men's basketball. Mm-hmm. And they actually just started the girls program three years ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, they were like, they want to go to league one, um, and they want you as their point guard. Mm-hmm. So I'm all about that, uh, coming to programs and helping them, especially when somebody really needs you, right. it's, it's definitely where the place, you know, you'll want to be. Um, so I went out there and I had a great time playing with that group of girls. Being a point guard, I didn't know any Spanish. So I, yeah. I, once I, once I decided that I wanted to go, you know, I really studied my Spanish so I could communicate effectively with my teammates on the court. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think I did, I think I did a pretty good job, but COVID kind of stopped our games. Once I came mm-hmm. home Christmas, you know, my family, I mean, my team, they really didn't play at all. Like mm-hmm. they, they just started playing again. Um, I would say like three days ago. Mm-hmm. And I had told my agent, like, you know, it's best that I just stay at home right. with all of this going on mm-hmm. instead of being out there just sitting and we're not even, you know, playing games. Exactly. Um, so I've been at home and yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's it's still a blessing, too, that you were able to get that experience, you know, making a splash in your pro career the right way in a very respected league with a very respected team that, you know, needed you for that time being. Unfortunately, you know, we going through this whole pandemic and stuff. So it definitely has cut out a lot of different opportunities for basketball players all over the globe. But, you know, still good that you were able to get the opportunity and, you know, just prevail through getting um, undrafted and things like that. It takes a lot of hard work and dedication to do the things you've done, um, not only on but off the court. You know, a lot of people don't know that you were actually on the ACC all academic team. And, you know, a lot of people also didn't know that you were getting your master's. That's something I just figured out, too. For any young listeners, just talk about, you know, how to balance uh, books and basketball and the importance of doing that. Um, I think it's actually something that, you know, you got to want to do. Um, so I definitely recommend you majoring in and selecting something that you're going to want to do in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's going to be more of a job to you while you're in college. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not something that you're really interested in and excited to be doing, you know, when basketball ends or when whatever sport ends for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was really passionate about communication studies mm-hmm. because I got a chance to study how, you know, people communicate who are on the same team, mm-hmm. people who, how people communicate that are in relationships, um, you know, from everything to just everything about communication inside yeah. and out. So I think that helped me as a basketball player, um, helped me as a teammate, and helped me as a leader. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up getting my master's in leadership studies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of learned how 
business leaders lead their business and huge organizations and franchises, um, everything about business and leadership, which Mm -hmm. I think everybody should learn and should know. And at the same time, I was, I had a concentration in fashion design. Mm -hmm. So I was able to do a lot of things with fashion and my new job I have as the the director of Cap City Ball is Mm -hmm. I'm actually in charge of uniforms. I'm in charge of hiring staff Mm -hmm. so i know what type of person that i want to leave the organization i'm in charge of recruiting so i know what type of kids i want to you know not only play but to represent the program so it's Mm -hmm. just a lot that i took away from my degree that i can now use you know in the real world so i would definitely just say if you want to do good and do well in school just choose something that is fun to you you know If, if coaching staff really rocks with you They'll, they'll make sure that they have a program that, you know, you're going to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And that's uh, it's also good, too, that you're doing that because, you know, not saying the pandemic is something that is going to happen all the time. But, you know, we are going through a global pandemic in a situation to where you unfortunately had to come back home and, you know, figure some things out. But you had that degree. You had that master's that you're still currently working on, you know, to be able to help you just continue to move forward and progress, not get stuck in the mode of just sitting and waiting on another opportunity. You know, I'm sure you're still in the gym working out, but also, you know, working on other things like, you know, like the master's degree and um, being the program director for your former AU team. You know, also congratulations on that. Um, Thank you. No problem. Yeah. How is how has that process been, you know, stepping into a whole program director for that team? And um, what can we expect to see next from you? Are you looking to go? you know, play again overseas? Are you trying to test the waters of the WNBA again? What has that process been like? Yeah, so let me let me just talk about, you know, how first I got back home. So I mm-hmm. definitely said, you know, with the whole Unicaja thing, my team wasn't playing, and it was just a better situation for me to be back at home. Mm-hmm. Well, just like when I committed to Louisville, my parents, they wasn't 100% on board with me coming back home, mm-hmm. only because they're like, stay and get that paycheck you know even though you're not playing you're basically able to lay in the bed and quarantine and get paid Mm -hmm. so um although that sound good you know to anybody really something was telling me like you know you need to go home like Mm -hmm. it's a calling for you to go home and you know my parents didn't agree but i got on a plane and i came home Mm -hmm. and Right when I got home, my grandma had actually got diagnosed with cancer. Mm. So my mom, she is the she is the owner. She is the director of Cap City Ballers, mm. but she was unable to do any of those things because she had to be with my grandma. Right. So, um, you know, I didn't know why, you know, God and my heart was telling me, you know, come home, come home, come home. Mm. And literally like a week or two after I, I got here, you know, my grandma was feeling some pain and we took it to the doctor and that was the news that we got. Mm. So I'm here, you know, filling in my mom's shoes and, you know, doing some of the things I'm not used to doing um, because of the circumstances. So, um, yeah, I just definitely think that, you know, uh, with me not getting drafted, with me currently not playing professional basketball, I don't think it's the end for me. It's just that this is this is where my life is and God is calling me right now um, as we speak. So I think I'm just going to ride this out and give my heart my passion to this AU team you know I also mm-hmm. play for Blue Williams um mm-hmm. 
But this is my first AAU team that I played for, and this is my mom's program. And I told my mom when I was younger I wanted to play AAU, mm-hmm. and she actually just started. She had the resources to start her own program. All right. So um, I'm just going to give my heart, my soul to this. And, you know, I always work out. We have our own facility. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm still doing my thing, but I know that God's going to lead me in the right direction. Well, so although this is where I am right now, um, I definitely know that, you know, he's got me no matter what. For sure. And that's a that's a blessing, too, that you're you know that in your heart and you trust and believe in that, because, you know, like you stated before, people were telling you, you know, you should stay out there and collect the paycheck. But, you know, you hop on on that flight, um, you know, coming back home to be able to assist your grandma, you know, prayers up to her as well. Um, going through those things that allowed you to be home, you know, with her be home to be able to inspire other people, you know, the kids under you that are now coming up. Um, so, you know, that I feel like that's just a testimony into you just staying in good standards with God, staying, you know, in good standards with your calling and being open and accepting to it. Um, you know, a lot of people who I've came across and stuff and, you know, they don't be open to that. Like they just want to do things one certain type of way and they'd be closed minded. But, you know, right. a lot of the times, you know, if we stay open minded to those type of things, it's, it's blessings all around them. So that's definitely a blessing to um be able to be a part of and be able to realize that. Yeah, sure. I just think man, you should just follow your heart. Mm-hmm. I know it's easier said than done, but really, if you just kind of block out what, you know, Instagram saying or block mm-hmm. out what other people are saying, it kind of just stick to your same circle that's been, you know, supporting you from the way, way, way beginning. Right. And then just just listen to, you know, what your gut is telling you. Mm-hmm. Um and have faith and have God, I truly believe that people will make better decisions for them and not for others. Right, exactly. I agree with you 100% of the way. Man, what I actually um, wraps us up for the day, is there anything that you want to leave the fans with, leave the younger listeners with? Um, You know, I mean, my message that I just said, you know, just mm-hmm. stay true to yourself. And I think that the reason why I was able to get on that flight and make the decisions that I made is because I know my work ethic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know what type of person I am. So I'm not saying that, you know, you can just trust your gut and go with your gut is telling you if you're not a hard worker mm-hmm. or if, you know, you didn't put in the time and doing your craft or whatever your craft may be. You didn't put in put in that right time working right. hard at it and the dedic- and having dedication towards it. You know, so you, you got to be you got to you got to be able to trust your work ethic. Right. And that's the only reason why I was able to get on that flight. So. Mm-hmm. If you're not like that, you know, I encourage you to change your mindset and to change your habits. Mm-hmm. And if you are like that, you know, I decide I, I encourage you to listen to yourself a lot more. Right. Facts for sure. Well, we definitely appreciate you, uh, you know, sharing all that good information for the listeners, um, especially the younger ones. You know, any young listener, any young basketball player that comes across this podcast, especially this episode, I encourage you to, you know, listen to the things Taz is saying and just truly you know, take away from those things because it's obviously testimony for you that you've had God involved every step of the way, you know, even through what may seem like, you know, wrong turns or even things of that nature. So definitely appreciate you um, getting on the podcast again. Again, prayers up to your grandmother as well. And um, thank you. Appreciate you. No problem. Appreciate it, Jordan. We appreciate you for listening to our podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us and visit our website at www.ufaithhoops.com. Also be sure to add us on all social media platforms at Ufaith Hoops.